0: Welcome back to Impact Stories. I'm Nick Kershaw, and today we're diving deep into something truly extraordinary the profound transformative power that lies within each of us and how it's unleashed during our Impact Marathon events. This is not about superficial changes, it's about fundamental shifts in perception, purpose, and the potential that occur when you're part of something bigger than yourself. This is the final episode of this micro set of five shows that deep dive on the thoughts, ideas and methods and reasons why we aim to create the most powerful races in the world. So far, we've covered the statement itself. What does powerful mean to us? What could it mean to you? Then in episode two, we looked at the power of community and focused on the extraordinary story of a group of people that set up a base in a harsh and as brutal environment as possible to prove that we can grow abundantly with minimal water and entirely natural methods of permaculture. In the next two shows, we covered the power of unity that forms within each of the Impact Marathon groups and then also the role of travel and how that plays this amazing role in opening up a truly powerful place in our minds to examine ourselves, our world, and our role in it. Today, we bring all those elements together and attack this truly crucial element to our vision with any impact marathon. The power within each and every runner And the life-changing moments that we can sculpt to harness that power in creating a positive impact in the world, not simply during the race week, but in that empty space that lies beyond the race. Simply put, the person we meet at the airport on that first day is not the same person who crosses that finishing line six days later. Now, I I guarantee that the majority of impact runners don't sign up expecting to experience such an immensely powerful moment as they end up having, at least not the first time. On first sight, we organize marathons. Often, well, always, we also organize a half marathon and there's a 10 kilometer as well. And each one has a positive social experience. Over the years, we have seen all manner of motivations to sign up and register and join one of the races, from those who look to run a genuinely unique race to those who wanted to combine the country they love with their favourite hobby to an under-pressure, slightly drunk decision. And yes, someone did once sign up to a race if I got the Impact Runner logo tattooed on me. The next morning, hungover in Ottawa over in Canada, I got my first tattoo and that person sat next to me, registering for a race in between my screams of agony. Genuinely true story. Then there's those who sign up for deeply personal reasons. A mum who wanted to connect with her sons who do loads of crazy adventures so she thought, this is a way that I can talk to them or understand them better. To a son who wanted to honour their recently passed mother By visiting the country, they'd always dreamt of going together. On both those occasions, I only found out that motivation right at the end of the week. (laughs) And both moments drew tears for me. So I'm blessed to be creating spaces where runners can come and be themselves, unadulterated, unburdened, and unencumbered. This is something I love about every single one of our groups. Just everything we've already covered, the intense challenge, the discomfort of travel, and the learning of new skills, the beautifully powerful social projects, and all the little touches we slip in throughout the entire week, we see people as they are. Not as maybe they present themselves, on a work Zoom call or with their fellow parents at the school gates. No, they come just as they are, gently nervous, pretty excited, and with that open heart to connect with others, to connect with a project, to connect with the community, and to have a positive impact in the world. You see, that's the dream, right? That we may, in our all too short lives, leave the world a better place than how we found it. That's what so many, if not all of us seek, whether that is simply by being the best parents we can be, or by volunteering at a park run, or by choosing to shop local, or by donating to charities, or by our entire career choice. And the last one is perhaps the one I think most people struggle with, feeling like their career is truly making a positive impact. In the thousands of conversations I've had on this with Impact Runners. I don't think it'd be unfair to say that most feel like their positive impact starts at 5pm and finishes again at 9am. This is one of the reasons I created Impact in the first place, to show people that they have an immense power, both as individuals and as a collective, to touch the lives of others. And yes, All those elements, consumption choices, donating to the best leaders who can shift communities, supporting our own communities to create a better environment for all our families to flourish, all these are crucial to filling our lives with purpose and meaning that one day, when our time is called, we can close our eyes for that final time knowing we gave our all to live a good life. I know that's pretty serious, but in honesty, this is a serious topic and it's a truly powerful motivator for all of us. Now, in all of the series so far, we have tended to focus on the mental and emotional journey. But the physical challenge of the race itself does play a crucial role. Our attitude to the race day is to see the entire experience as a celebration, an appreciation of everything that has come before. When we run, we treasure every single step. Here's where we reach the climax of this micro series it's not at the finishing line. I described that two episodes ago, it's not at the airport. Loads of runners do, in fact, stay on to carry on exploring in that country. No, we're going to finish this micro series in one of my favourite moments of the entire week. <laughs> the race briefing. Now, I know what you're thinking. The bit of the race that you're most excited about is the race briefing. You know... Where the race director stands on a bench, makes some pretty average jokes and tells you all the bad things you shouldn't do, like a headmaster in the final assembly before school breaks out for the summer. You're not listening. And if you are, you're thinking of your excuses as to why you broke them already. No, <laughs> that can't be my favourite part of the week, but it kind of is. See, for me, a race briefing is not just a time to set out all the rules. It's a time where we can affirm, we can encourage, we can help each runner be fully prepared mentally and physically, yes, but also emotionally. It's been an intense week with all the energy of the projects. Maybe we've been camping on the side of a cold Nepali hill. <laughs> maybe we've been in the Bedouin tent in the desert in Jordan. It's been a lot. It's been a lot. And we've experienced a lifetime in each day. It's one of those times, you know, when you are just so immersed in the place. Every day feels like forever, but then the week feels like it's gone just like that. And we've experienced that throughout this week. So now it's time to pause and focus on a race that we don't even time, the race that we call the victory lap. So for us, the race briefing is a time to reset everyone's minds onto the challenge ahead and how not only to reach the line safely, but how to treasure it. In the briefing, I describe the route in detail, a lot of detail. Not because I think everyone will remember every single thing I say, no, definitely not. But because those different elements that I describe mean that as you're running, you can mentally take, oh, yeah, Nick said that at that point. Oh, yeah, there's that. Oh, that is cool. He was right. And so it just keeps you able to flow in that moment, picking up on those little details that I gave and remembering them little by little as you go around so that you feel confident you're on the right route, but also just in that beautiful rhythm. So I encourage everyone to picture certain moments. I want to inspire runners to laugh or think excitedly about a certain uh, viewpoint, maybe, that I describe. It heightens the anticipation, and I want them to feel something about all they've overcome as they turn towards that final moment on the finishing line. Race briefings are too often a a quick run-through of what not to do. No one really listens, but for us, this is a powerful time to share our advice and our experience. We've all run that route a number of times. We can make the safety elements clear by using the you know, a uh, way in, in public speaking of tricking everybody by hitting a funny moment followed by a real heart-hitting moment that you make sure they've heard. And that shifting of emotions engages people the whole way through so we're, we're actually listening. And of course, I craft ways of making a turning that we need people to remember. So you say, you describe that turn, in such detail, such vivid detail, because we know that last year people missed that turn. So it's become memorable. It's become something they're excited to try and find and to make sure they won't go wrong in the same place. I come up with stupid statements or visualizations that the runners will remember at a time when they're doubting themselves or unsure. and then, And then we do something right at the end. And it's something we've never shared in any of our marketing. It's not in any race video. I think there's probably barely a single photo. But it's something that we do that just gives me goosebumps every single time. And it's such a special moment. As the briefing closes, I pick up a pile of bibs beside me, each with a number. And on the back, we've written the name. And one by one, give all of our energy to making that person feel loved, known, appreciated, and empowered. Each person will have their name shouted out in front of everybody. They'll come up, grab their bib number, give me a big old hug, <laughs> and everyone will cheer them in. Now, without fail, one person who is usually the tallest runner in the group, will decide to pick me up in their hug. I both love and hate that person in equal measure in that moment, but it's always a testament to the special bond created throughout the week. By calling up each person's name to cheers and applause, they know that they're not alone. But more than that, they know they're not just a bib number. They're someone we care about. Someone we treasure and someone we are desperate to see come home to that finish line safely, having had the most powerful race of their life. When we sat down in January and decided our theme for the year ahead, it was inspired by the year that had just been. We had created four events on three continents. And at the end of each week, I had said, that was the best week we've ever done. And then we would sit as a team and question, why? Why was that week so special? Why why was that the best? In the end, as the eight years of Impact Marathon have passed, we've had events that were brilliantly organised and we've had some events where there are decisions we wish we could have again. We've had hailstorms, we've had presidential elections, we've had hippos on the course, we've had monkeys stealing all the bananas from our aid station, we've had projects that lit people up and made them see the world in a new light and we've also had projects that just didn't quite... Hit the spot. We have stayed in places that make your jaw drop. We've also stayed in places that aren't quite so visually impressive. We've had groups that have deeply bonded from the very start to groups that took time to build together and groups that maybe didn't even connect as well as we'd hoped at all through the week, but after the race became incredibly tight. We've seen it all, and yet there still feels so much more yet to see. In amongst all those debriefs, all those feedback forms, we see recurring themes. But in 2023, the response was clear. There was something powerful moving in each group. On our first race of the year in Guatemala, I remember that opening night, talking to Dave and Letha about the varied characters, how unsure I was on how we would manage to bring everyone together, only to see the group just be so genuinely friendly, loving, and supportive, I felt pretty much surplus to requirements for the entire week. <laughs> to Ethiopia, where we put on a race for Compassion UK, a, a Christian organization, and it's a place where I can be holy myself as a Christian and even includes praying at the end of the race briefing, a treat I would normally only do once back in my tent at our impact-branded events. To Nepal, where the moving quality of the village life and the magnitude of the project elevated each day. To the Jordan race, where the Invictus Games participants brought a depth to the bonds that could never be reached without the authenticity of each person's story. Each impact marathon in 2023 was powerful to a life-changing degree. Powerful not due to any one factor, but to a multitude of tiny moments experienced both collectively and individually that elevated the timing country to mean so much more than a race, a medal, a box ticked off. Each race had me sitting on that plane, staring out the window with a tear rolling down the cheek. A longing for that week to have lasted forever. Because during that time, we stood on the shoulders of giants. We were powerful. Every single person involved contributes to that power. The team in country. The community leaders. The runners. Myself. More than anything, the communities that host the races have harnessed the power of running to change lives. And for that short time, we had all been able to live in a world where positive belief and optimism reigned, where every story was fully heard, where every step taken was a step towards something greater, something bigger than ourselves. In those moments, the power within each of us connects and creates this tapestry of hope, resilience, and change. It was a world where the impossible becomes possible, where limits were pushed and transcended, where every finishing line crossed was not just the end of the race, but the beginning of each person's next journey. These experiences were not fleeting moments to be forgotten, but catalysts for lifelong change. Lifelong transformation. That's the true power of Impact Marathon. It's not just a distance run, but the distance that we all run together and an even greater distance that we have yet to go. It's the the power of running united, the power of dreams shared and the unbreakable bonds formed in pursuit of a better world. This is our legacy. And for the year ahead, we go again. We run on. We are powerful.